Let me turn it up in the headphones. <laughs> what song is that? Every Jay-Z intro every, ever. Yeah, every Jay-Z song. <laughs> right. Turn my headphones up. Turn my headphones up. That's turn a little more on the headphones. That's how we need to start every single Feed Picks episode. We need some sort of iconic intro. We have the iconic outro now, but I feel like our intro game is still like a little shaky. We don't have sort any of. sort of classic soundbite. No, we don't. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I thought you were about to whip up something good. I know. I was like, I got one second. <laughs> I do this for a living. Hang on. Now, this is going to be permanent for every episode. Let me let me take five seconds to gather myself and establish a new precedent. Let me think about this for five seconds. I'll get to something new. <laughs> You'll cut this? Cut this? I'm, I'm going to chew on this for a moment. You're recording audio, right? Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're in it, baby. Welcome back, everybody, to Featured Picks. Welcome back. Welcome back. We Has got... Donda, I'm so sorry. Has Donda dropped yet? As uh, of no. the time of this recording, this is uh, August 10th. I forgot what month it was for a moment. Um, the album is still not officially out, but I have been listening to it via stream rip because <laughs> I am hungry. Two listening parties and <laughs> what should have been album release parties and nothing. I can't believe I mean, I can't yeah. believe it again. It's just, yeah, that's so funny how consistent Very on brand. Is. Yeah. The life yeah. and times of a Kanye fan. But, you know, we will get into that in great detail uh, in, in a little bit when we bring on our, our resident expert uh, to help <laughs> us go through the Kanye timeline. But, uh, you That's know, right. unfortunately, uh, Tommy wasn't able to join us for that. So we're figuring, you know, we catch up a little bit while we're uh, yeah. while we got the three amigos on the mic. <laughs> yeah. While uh, while you guys were well, while Brad was at the Mercedes Benz Stadium hanging out with Kanye in the supply closet. That's right, baby. I was uh, at I finally stopped by this. Uh, there's this store I always pass every time I go to Costco here. And um, it's it looks like an upscale furniture store, but it's uh, like I just it's so weird. It's a tiny little building. You can't see anything yeah. inside. And the uh, parking lot is like two spots. And then everything else is just filled with stuff like fountains <laughs> and like Easter Egg Island statues that are like 10 feet tall. You know, just a bunch of stuff. Some real small town thrift store type vibe. So we stopped in finally the other day because we saw a bunch of like closeout sale summer sale blah, all these different signs and uh we walk in well you, we pull in don't even know where to park because it's the parking lot is full of just stuff like they had just yeah. all this stuff out there and there was this guy who was clearly not like the owner but he was just moving boxes and stuff he was like you park over there we went parked walked in no one's inside or we didn't see anybody it's like this big where empty not empty but like big open warehouse with tons of furniture yeah and i was like the very first thing I thought is I was like, man, I've come across so much of this online. Like, I I swear, like, I've seen these. <laughs> All looks vaguely familiar. Because I was like, I mean, I've been looking at furniture for a while because we've been doing the apartment and stuff. And like, I've seen a lot of couches, a lot of chairs. And I know what I like. <laughs> and I've been I saw a lot of that stuff in this store. And I was like, wow, you guys really have a solid selection again. So like we're Kaylin and I are just walking around. Still no one has even approached us. I don't know who owns it or how this even works. Yeah, but. We're looking around and there's like all of the items he has have tags on them, but they're handwritten and it's like kind of hard okay. to read. So like very thrift some store of them, It was really weird. We walked through the whole store. We probably saw like 25 uh, sold tags on things. And we were okay. like, I understand selling maybe one or two things, but you, you're telling me you have 25 items that are going to leave this warehouse 
that are sitting in this warehouse that's so hot, no AC. I just was like, this stuff has to be getting ruined already, like just because of the weather here and stuff. That's that's going to be like the classic marketing tactic of like, you know, how they say on, on your restaurant, the opening day, you, you say that like your reservations are full or whatever and that you can take them like a week later. You throw, throw the sold tag on a couple of couches, thing, make people think that they're flying off the shelves. That's exactly. I was like, I know for a fact, if I if I wanted anything in the store that has a sold sticker on it, I could go up to him and go, oh, man, I really like this. I'm so bummed that it's sold. And he'd be like, well, you know, actually, I can either we can make a deal right now and I'll cancel it with this other guy. Uh, that, yeah, that's right. We have we have more in inventory. That was you the whole thing. 25 more big, big guy. And maybe that yeah. couch goes to you instead. <laughs> Exactly. So like, so anyway, he find the guy who owns the place finally walked up to us after we made an entire circle around the warehouse and just walked up. And it's actually because I had a question about these two bar chairs. They were really cool bar stools. They looked like 70s, like uh, white or cream leather and like wood Ooh. back and stuff like that. Super cool. Really wanted them. I was like, how much are these? And he was like, they he said, I bought them for one sixty nine. And I will sell them to you for once 129. He said, bottom for 169. I'll sell them to you for 129 each. Right. <laughs> How does that work? I, I don't I was so confused by that already. It's That's so gonna be funny. the worst businessman I've ever heard in my so, entire life. Before Kaylin and I got here, we looked up the Yelp reviews and they are terrible. Scathing. And they all mentioned this guy named Mike. No, no last name, just Mike. And you search Mike in the name of his store, nothing comes up. You can't find him. He's he's impossible to find online. So he walked up to us and I and I was like, oh, you you must be Mike. And he had this look on his face <laughs> like I can't. He's gotten that before <laughs> in like three seconds. I feel like we had this conversation of like, did you read the Yelp reviews? And I'm like, yeah, I read the Yelp reviews. I know who you are. <laughs> it was like this, the knowing like, exchange this, of yeah. glances. Yeah. He was really weird about it. And I don't know why. But then I asked him, where do you get all this stuff? Because <laughs> I just was curious. I was Let's like, where does all this come this. from? I really like these chairs. That's really cool. And he was being really he said, oh, you know, like my brother takes care of that stuff. So like <laughs> I call him, I get the prices from him, blah, 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 blah. I asked him about the prices of the chairs and he said, hang on one second. And he like got on his phone and was like doing a bunch of stuff. He's looking, looking, looking. And he was like, um, he kind of looked around and he was like, so these chairs, yeah. So I think I got them for 169. I'll send them to you for 129. I was like, no, thanks, but all right, cool. Yeah. Whatever. Really liked these chairs though. Really wanted them. So he walked <laughs> away and I'm starting to understand what's going on here because like Kayla and I both just are like, this is such classic salesman stuff. It's like, yeah, some real like used car salesman type negotiating exactly. going on so then unprovoked later he says okay you know what i, I can do 117 and i was like <laughs> what did he bump like six <laughs> bucks off right like ten dollars <laughs> i think so i was like i was like yeah, that, that ten dollars was really the threshold keeping you from walking out of there with those two chairs that's what i'm saying i'm like 10 bucks is gonna make her like that's like the make or break <laughs> for you i just don't that's there's no way so I was like, I'll think about it. Kayla and I talk about it. We walked around for a bit more. And I was like, you know what? I don't think these chairs are worth what they're actually worth, or he says they're worth, or he bought them for. I'm going to offer him 80 bucks per chair. We'll just see what happens. So, and I noticed when I walked in, there was a big pack of waters on his table. And he had like this dude who was working really hard out there that they were like back and forth all day. Yeah. 
And uh, I had a bunch of waters in my car from a PA job I did just because like it was I just ended up taking them all home. The Nike so I was like, so I was like, I'm going to offer him 160 for for both. And so 80 bucks a piece. If he says no, that's totally fine. Then I'm going to kill him with kindness. Give him all the water in my back, the back of my car. <laughs> Genius. Let me sweeten the pot for you, a little big fella. 160 <laughs> so, and a 24 pack of Deer Parks. Let's make a deal. So I offered him 160. He said, uh, no. And then he was like, the lowest I can go. He said he like thought about it for a bit. And he was like, I can do 99 per chair. And then I was like, it's 20 <laughs> bucks per chair. Like, what's the doesn't even matter. So, so this guy tells you that he has bought the chairs for $160 each and he's willing to give them to you for $100 each. I was like, there's some miracle. I was like, there's no reason for you to give me this deal right now. Like, there's no, what are you gaining from this? So, right. Like, I'm trying to figure out what's, what's his motive to sell these below cost if he's getting them at a surplus. That's what I'm saying. So, we, uh, Declined that offer, and I brought, I gave him the waters, and he asked me like how much they they he'd pay for them, and I was like, no, you can take them for free, and uh, got the waters, came back, and he was like, well, you said you do a Nike PR, and I was like, because I said I, I said I was I was a PA for Nike, on uh -huh. this time, and that's why I have these waters, but I said PA. He thought he's I smelling said some green, yeah, he's he's smelling some money. And the more that I interacted with this guy and all the Yelp reviews I read, he's just not a great guy. Takes advantage of a lot of people. There's so many stories of people who are like, you will not be able to walk away with anything on the floor because he'll say same day delivery. And what that means is what I found out, he goes to Wayfair, goes to the open box section and orders it. And then <laughs> he's at the mercy of Wayfair. So as soon as it arrives, he put he has this guy come and like put it together for him. Then has that guy take it in a truck to the place that these people are at and Incredible. some people wait like they were like i spent five thousand dollars and i didn't even get everything and when it came it was damaged that's what a lot $5, of five thousand dollars they these people and that's what i'm saying like that's those that's the crowd that he's taking advantage of are people who like have the money to not really it just it's just an inconvenience it's not you got like these 19 year old TikTok house influencers out there looking for a nice hip chair and have yep. no idea what quality <laughs> items actually look like so i just we i mean it was just such a weird interaction we went home and i was like i wonder how much these chairs are i wonder if i could find them found the exact chairs on Wayfair. Then I found like five or six more products that I saw in that store, <laughs> same exact thing. And the craziest part is I looked at the open box price, the lowest open box price on Wayfair. Yeah. Or the chairs that I asked for and it was $96. He was box. about to scoop up a $3 profit. <laughs> He, How much is he paying the guy to assemble them, though? Because surely that has to outweigh his $6 that he's about to make from you. I yeah, I got these for not. $160. Best I can do is $99. So I can pay my, I, my guy three bucks here. To I couldn't believe it. Assemble I was, and drive them to you. I just was like, man, that is so... I just couldn't believe, like, we spent all that time haggling with him. And only for... Only to realize... He had to go look at Wayfair, go to the open box price and go, when this guy buys these from me, 
then I'll take his money and buy the open box <laughs> and I'll ship it to he like this is that's his process. How it's so convoluted. He doesn't sell anything on the floor. It's like so the floor, floor stuff box. is all just props. Yep. To give the illusion of a business. That's insane. And what I assume sometimes is like he'll sell the floor models if like they need money. If they're like, right. that's what I was gonna tell him. I was like, I'm not I'm going to take these chairs or I'm going to take nothing. I don't want them shipped to my house. Like I like these two that are right here. Right. So what do you want to do? So now I have a $99 offer and he took down, he asked for my number and my name and was like, I will call you at some point. Like, I'm sure we can do some business. Did and you I give it like, to him? I gave it to him. I gave me, I gave him oh, a number. Oh, huge mistake. Huge mistake. Listen, see, I'm either waiting for him to text me and say, I have a better offer for the bar chairs for you or... I want to collaborate. I don't even know. I don't know what these guys do. Let's I do a furniture up. collab. He was, he was, <laughs> let's do a furniture. The feet picks line. He just like, the he was shoe rack. as soon as I mentioned Nike, it was, he brightened up. He said, thank you for the waters. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Uh, as yeah. I'm walking out the door, it's still like, I hear him all the way over there. Like, thank you. Like, appreciate it. You, you saw the slot machine wheels spinning in his <laughs> eye sockets and they landed on all sevens. Just like, buddy, I'm not who you think I am. <laughs> Look, pal, my mom in the bottom rung of the Nike ladder. <laughs> you have no idea how little pull I have. At Nike. <laughs> but, uh, but I, you know, my justification Incredible. for all this is, the man is a scammer and I like you got to respect it to an extent. That's how that's the American dream is just small business starting a business. It's like you got to start somewhere. They've been around since 1990, I guess. Um, I wonder where he was finessing from before. That's yeah, I, I was wondering like what the internet or Wayfair. Right. Like <laughs> it's, it's got to be even easier, though, back then. I would. Yeah. I mean, I just think there's but like, like that know. one day shipping thing. I mean, she probably wasn't doing that back then, but right. Just like it's like going to vent like a used store maybe and getting stuff. Yeah, buffing out some scratches on like a yeah, you know an right. old recliner that somebody he simplified died on. the process. Yeah, it's just so funny because like he he was talking about how much he liked these chairs and he was like it's really nice leather blah 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 it's fake leather it's fake wood. <laughs> like, you can you can instantly like feel when there's fake wood on furniture too. No, like if you can scratches on the chair like a white and a black <laughs> scratch it's like wood doesn't do that. That's that's a you know that I mean? vinyl like a, yeah yeah vinyl covering oh my gosh i was like incredible you 170 a piece i would love to see that man's like monthly revenue statements like he's if he's <laughs> literally pulling in like four or five bucks per deal like and, and that's not including expenses this man must be clear in like 20 bucks a month I like just pure profit know. i'm like it's gotta he be makes the money from because... finessing the five thousand dollar orders uh, yeah exactly I guess, yeah tom's probably not the core audience here he's he's probably oh, no. he's trying to establish a nike relationship <laughs> but yeah he um so caitlin and i are going to go back at some point i'll update you guys on it but we're going to go back and see if we can get the chairs for 90 each and see if returning to the lion's den because going back says, to pay below retail for the chair if he says no, I'm going to go, okay, well, that's what I was going to do. My plan is I want to go back and say, I just had a few more questions about the chair. Um, do you know if this is real leather? Do you know if this is real wood? No, you are like, yeah, they're real. Oh, that's interesting. Cause that's not what Wayfair said. Gotcha journalism. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha, the feed pigs gotcha journalist. <laughs> the hidden cameras team comes out. <laughs> Some to catch a predator style. Like <laughs> we gotcha. <laughs> I was like, if I was anybody else, because I put we put together all the pieces in like two hours after that. And we were just like, wow, this is crazy. I can't believe no one said anything. Or like, is this legal? 
there, I mean, I'm sure that like you have to be some sort of certified reseller or something. Like, I don't know. Right. To officially, Wait, I'm sure Wayfair it. would not be too uh, too keen on that. What's crazy too is I, they had a catalog in the store, and I like brought the catalog with me home, and I just <laughs> looked up all. They're all on Wayfair. It's not even like overstock. <laughs> it's Wayfair specifically. So I'm Remarkable. like, I just can't believe that. That must be a normal thing, I guess. Or like maybe it's it's a lot more common than I think. I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of that going on. People just bulk ordering things off Amazon and like just I'm sure I bet that's what like all the guys outside of concerts in Atlanta do, you know, where they got like the light right. up shit that they uh-huh. sell to kids. I'm sure all that stuff just comes in bulk off Amazon and they're checking it out there for 15 bucks each. Uh, it's again like I get the grind, but that just seems like such a stressful way of doing things. It's like just, yeah. you got people calling you going, where's my order? And you're you're going, hang on one, one second, one second. Let me call Wayfair and see where you're it's, it's in Wayfair's hands now, my man. I'm so you're sorry. Getting up. <laughs> I'm so sorry, bro. Wayfair's got it. It's not me. <laughs> sorry, Wayfair's shipping to us. Then we got to repackage it so you don't know it's from Wayfair. And then we got to put it yeah. on our truck and our one employee is going to bring it out to you. Ma'am, I we don't lost think you understand. C3 in the parking lot. So we're 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 looking for it right now <laughs> ma'am we're we're on our way to locate uh screw c3 once we get that in the box it'll be on the way we had the directions upside down it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a day late <laughs> and i promise that is real wood and leather you're seeing there <laughs> i didn't so ask like, about that that's kind of a weird thing to bring up i just couldn't believe uh that he's basically like you're paying some it's like a travel agent it's like i could go on the yeah. Wayfair website and buy this myself or yeah. i can go to a store touch and feel the thing and then this guy orders it for me from wayfair and then brings it here then charges me more and if it arrives if it arrives damaged he blames you for it i read so many reviews (laughs) that were like it came without parts it came half made and i tried to talk to the people there like mike and he just said it was my fault and he charged me more well (laughs) like the man just tax on fees that's how he does it right there. I mean, at the end of the day, you're paying for that service with a smile. And it sounds to me like it's worth it. It's, He's differentiating himself in the market so. really well. Yeah, exactly. Make a statement for sure. Exactly. But man, well, I'll update you guys on that. See if we can get to the bottom of it. But I just want to see this man sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Put the heat on him, Tommy. It's like, it's like I don't even want to be a jerk about it either. I just, I, if, if he tries to be like, these are real, right. like, there's, a, there's a tag under the chair, which says like both of those things are fake. So we love I to see really a comment. Good again. God. That's good stuff. To stick up for the little guy, you know? Oh yeah. Well, um, I think that's, uh, that'll bring us nicely into our, our next segment where, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to cut to a pre-recorded interview now. It's very exciting technology going on here very fun editing cycle for me yeah back in time we're gonna take you back to sunday time uh the was it the eighth i believe that's the yeah tuesday yeah the the date is legitimately very important for this because many things could happen (laughs) august 8th as of august 8th there was no release of the album donda well, as of the 10th either, we still have no official release yeah, and hopefully too. not as of the 12th. Well, I mean, I hope it happens <laughs> on the 12th, but the 12th is when this episode is going to come out. So we we'll don't want see. Don to take away the feet picks numbers. That's I right. know. Well, yeah, yeah, I, that's what I'm thinking. We're going to get great SEO for this episode. That's uh, true. That's but, true. Uh, Just name the thing Donda by Kanye West. And then <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. 
Uh, well, we're going to bring it back to me and Josh are, are sitting down with Mr. Avery Falls resident Kanye West historian. Um, and, and we're going to chat because uh, a lot has happened in the Kanye West universe since uh, since we last since we last spoke. So kick it over to uh, back in time. Ooh. Back to okay. We're going to be OK. 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 We're gonna be okay. All right, gang, we're back again with podcast friend and Kanye West historian Avery Falls. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show. Glad to be here, and thank you for having me once again as we are entering another uh, a Kanye West album era. Of course, of course. Uh, longtime listeners of the show will remember Avery from our Jesus is King extravaganza episode. Um, and we have much to talk about in the realm yes. of Kanye West. That, that was, that was 2019, the, the Jesus King era. And it feels like it's been a while, but you know, we're back and it's, it's dawn to time. That's right, baby. 10th studio album. Yes. And full disclosure for the listeners, we are recording this inside Mercedes-Benz Stadium in a locker room. <laughs> We're in the belly of the beast. Um, that's just where we've set up for the past yeah. couple of weeks now. If the audio is a little muffled, I am wearing my full head mask um, made by Mason Margiela. So, yeah. um, but, you know, it's also another disclaimer. Uh, so at the time of recording this episode, the album is not out yet. So... <laughs> Yes, we we have been through two listening parties for said album. We have been through multiple release dates of said album. Yes. Uh, said album is not able to be listened to or found on any music platform yeah. uh, as we continue to wait for said album. Yeah, so if you're really starving, uh, like the three of us, you might have like a stream rip that you could tune into. But, they're available online. <laughs> um, so yeah, full disclosure, we're not going to be doing the usual album deep dive. Uh, this is going to be more oriented towards like the album kind of hype cycle so far and then the two Mercedes-Benz listening parties. But, uh, you know, stay tuned for later on. We will be milking this for as long as we can uh, with another episode about the actual album. So. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, to start off, Avery, why don't you kind of, I know you've got a little bit of a timeline uh, that you've compiled for us, uh, our, our boots on the ground reporter. Yeah, um, as Brad mentioned, this is probably more just a therapy session for three Kanye stands <laughs> as we put up with uh, another ever-changing release date. But um, to kind of set the background of where we where we are now, um, you know, as we talked about and as I was last on Featured Picks, Jesus King came out in October of 2019. Um, and, yeah. you know, that came a kind of a full year since the scrapped Yandi album. And we went to the Sunday service era and we were getting choir performances and church appearances and a really fun era. And, you know, kind of with Kanye, not a not an every year album releasing artist. You kind of yeah. think, OK, now we're. We'll, we'll, we'll be in a dry spell for a little bit before right. maybe we start cycling into a, a new era of Kanye. Um, and so in, in 2020, uh, in May, uh, there was an a artist and, and director named Arthur Jaffa, who in an interview kind of side question mentioned he had been working on Kanye West's next album with him called God's Country. Yes. Uh, that was in May of 2020. And in June, Kanye himself announced uh, what he referred to as West Day Ever. <laughs> 
which to a Kanye <laughs> fan, that's that's a dream, a West Day right. ever. And it's he announced kind of reminiscent of like the Good Fridays era mm-hmm. type stuff. And you know, in in modern Kanye fashion, it did not last yes. for very long. A yeah. lot of promises of projects in all spheres of entertainment and fashion and all that. Um, and and one of them what did say a new single uh, that yes. featured Travis Scott called "Wash Us in the Blood" that came with a music video that came mm-hmm. out. We're like, okay, so something's happened. It does seem that Kanye is re-entering the. I'm I'm you know building the hype for an right. album back in the spotlight. Uh huh. Because um, Kanye, he's not. I mean, I know he's done it before, but he's not quite the type to do singles, you know, in no. between album cycles. Not a singles artist yeah. at all, especially in the past decade. I you mean. have, yeah, some some rare stuff like All Day, I know, um, was kind of... stuff that never makes an album. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like Josh said, a lot of songs he releases on their own do not end up on albums. Right. It's more of, I made this, I want to get it out, but I always refer to him. I think we all have kind of... Uh, part of our love for him is this. He's an album artist. Right. Um, right. He, it's not going to be that, oh, there's like a couple songs that, you know, his whole focus is making one whole piece of art that is the album. Yeah. Whereas a lot of other musicians, especially in current, you know, popular rap music, it's more yeah. of a collection of songs that go into the album. But Kanye's full vision is the album itself. I saw a joke going around on Twitter the other day where it was like, man, hip hop Twitter is wild. You talk about the Young Nudie album and people will ask you if it's cohesive. <laughs> like, it's yeah. just, it's it's not very common practice. Exactly. Um, so so in June, he does that, West Day Ever. A um, couple of things came. I think the Gap announcement came yes. that he was collabing with Gap. Yes. And it was kind of a question of when are we going to see, you know, Easy clothing, famously a little expensive. Yeah. Climbing with Gap, we could be seeing more affordable, you know, mass-produced Kanye right. you know, inspired clothing. And that still hasn't quite reached a full realization. I think we've only gotten a black jacket and a red jacket so far. That blue and red, I think. Even. They had blue? I think, and, I think yeah, the blue was the first jacket and that's the right. red was the second. Mm-hmm. I mean, they look okay. I just don't think I could pull them off. Absolutely yeah. not. That's, that's the problem with all my Kanye clothes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to be Kanye to wear them. Yes. Um, and yeah, what, since you brought that up, when I was at the first listening party, a, a funny, we were just walking through the concourse and there was this guy on his phone, like talking to a friend and, you know, at any Kanye show, everyone there is trying to dress in the most, you know, either merch or just Kanye like yes. way they can. And I just hear as we're walking by this guy on the phone go, yeah, there's a lot of people trying to rock the yay fit. But if you can't, you really can't. And it's just like kind of roasting all the kind of just wannabe Kanye lookalikes and hype yeah, beasts. That, the classic suburban white boy Kanye yes, fan. Yeah. Not, not that we would fall into no. that category, of course. No. Uh, we're clearly uh, a, a cut above, uh, definitely. We're all wearing definitely all black so. with face masks. <laughs> yeah. So so moving along the, uh, the build up to this, um, we, we go to July 2020, so pretty much a year ago as we're sitting here at the beginning of August, uh, Kanye shares a snippet of a song titled Donda to Twitter, and it's like yes. 40 seconds. Um, it features some spoken words from Donda and some video clips, and then it kind of goes to like a beach. And there's obviously a clip of what sounded like a, a full song. Yeah. Um, and July 18th, he says what was previously, you know, we'd heard an album was titled God's Country, he said his new album is titled Donda and is releasing July 24th. And he said this on July 18th. Yes. 2020. Very, I was going to say, very important to remember, this is 2020. This is not this year. Yes. So um, we knew at that point he was still 
uh, working out in Wyoming. That's where kind of he was based out of. Yeah. And, you know, we knew that, you know, he had set up studio. Music could definitely be recorded in Wyoming. And if he's saying, my new album's called Donda, he posted a snippet, this could actually be happening. Well, yeah. 24th came and gone. No album. Literally, like, no word. Yeah, no word. <laughs> was that when he had, like, Bieber up there, like, in the garage? Yes, we were okay. getting we were getting orange uh, notepad track lists. Oh, we saw right. that, like, that's kind right. of people were coming out there. We knew, you know, all slew of artists, like, Chance was up there at that point. We, You know, some of the regulars push a yeah. T. Um, but, yes, Bieber Dave was Chappelle. up there. Um, <laughs> uh, some of the newer artists, like Casey. Um, and I think this was also in the era era when he was tweeting that like Lil Baby's my favorite rapper. Yeah. And Lil, then all of a sudden, like two days later, we see Lil Baby's on a plane to Wyoming. It's like, <laughs> okay, well, he's just getting the people he wants. Hey, if I'm Lil Baby and I see that tweet, I, I'm there yeah. the next day. Um, so July 25th, so there's a day after the supposed album release. Yeah. There's still no mention of this album actually coming out, but he tweeted a cover art. Uh-huh. And it was this very kind of futuristic mystical very colorful picture yeah um of kind of three abstracts ascending into the sky towards like a sun-like uh circular glowing object yeah if you've been keeping up with any of the the youtube leaks if you're a real kanye head uh, a lot of people use that as like the the visual you know for future sounds uh definitely one that i've revisited (laughs) quite a few times uh that's they use it for the album cover for that but i'm sure you've seen it floating around now as we kind of are just chugging through this timeline, it really starts moving along because then we just don't hear anything. Yes. Uh, we get all the way, we're getting to the fall, which fall 2020, also something happened during fall 2020, the presidential <laughs> election. Yes. Uh, so in September, he did share another snippet of a song called Believe What I Say. And people were like, okay, well, it had been months since July, but he right. is still teasing music. Right. Um, but he also started getting into major election mode Uh I think not one of our favorite Kanye areas. <laughs> Much doing, disdain. Um, you know, campaign events in Charleston, South Carolina that we'd like to forget the happened. Notorious South Carolina rally. Yeah. Um, and he, he's pushing to get on states' ballots and missing deadlines and <laughs> not even getting on ballots, but still running. And yeah. said he's actually walking the election, not running in the election. I mean, it was kind of yeah. amusing, but also kind of tiresome to see. Him actually seem to take it seriously, but like not do it very well, I would say. My hope was that he would win literally just like one county in the middle of nowhere. Like I didn't need any states going to Kanye. I wasn't expecting him to win by any means. But if one county had just flipped Kanye, like just one little like yellow dot. A Wyoming county. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would have been perfect. But alas, Uh, he couldn't even even pull out that. Couldn't steal Liz Cheney's county. No, no. Yeah, Liz Cheney's got some higher powers working for, but that's a topic for another uh, (laughs) another episode, maybe. Um, Yeah, so through just kind of the chaos and, you know, kind of very manic episode times of the election season that was uh, West 2020, um, we get to November 4th, which is election night. And that is actually the last time Kanye has tweeted. Uh, we've known, you know, for years, probably since 2011, 2012, Twitter has been his preferred method of yeah. communication for promotion, for tweeting ideas. I mean, sometimes it's, you know, stands like us are subscribed to Kanye's Twitter. Oh, and when absolutely. he gets on his tweet streams, it could just be fashion items. And he's posting 50 pictures in yeah. like a two minute span. And it's like, 
he loves tweeting or in the past Twitter has been his go-to. Yeah. Especially if you're in the Pablo era and maybe Wiz Khalifa enters your, your, nice your target sites and yeah. you maybe give him a good 20 to 30 tweets. Yeah. And, you know, there was the, the famous notepad tweets and the, mm-hmm. the Pablo era where a new artist would show up every single time he would repost the notepad. Mm-hmm. Or if you're feeling some way about your mother-in-law that you may think is <laughs> being a little shady and you want to compare to the dictator of North Korea, you may tweet that. You may tweet Chris <laughs> Jong-un. Yeah, it, it, it could happen. Um, but his last tweet was November 4th, election night, uh, when we... Kind of knew early on in the night Kanye was not going to be elected president, and he tweeted Kanye 2024, and that's his last tweet. Classic. November 4th, 2020, he tweets Kanye 2024. We'll revisit that in 2024. Um, Cross that bridge when we get to so it. So it's been a full you know, fall of not really any music news. Yes. He's been election-focused and then kind of went silent post-election. It, yeah. We hadn't heard much. Um, there were some people around him saying like, oh, no, like I've heard – Kanye music recently and it's fire but it's it's always hard to believe stuff like that because it's it's always it's never like somebody like Mike Dean going mm-hmm. like oh in the studio with Kanye this is crazy it's always like respectfully Justin or whatever yeah. the hell that is going like oh Justin guys I'm, I'm so tight with yeah. Kanye and I'm hearing some great stuff it's like all right pal or even are. like an artist of his same stature or right. like a Travis Scott or Pusha T talking about like it, it's more of like people in his camp that are kind of just known for that guy's close to Kanye right and they you know get a chance to talk about it they're going to be like oh it's great you know it's you we have heard year after year Kanye music it's it's yeah. gonna change the next album's gonna blow your mind yeah. like <laughs> so we're now into 2021 it's been a while since we've heard music related things and in February of 2021 uh we start to get news not relating to music not relating to campaign but that him and his wife Kim Kardashian West are divorcing R.I.P. um which based on you know behavior and you know things that have gone on the past year you can kind of tell there had been some distancing yeah. but there was never a thought of like you know there's always a tabloid rumors that right. Kanye on the rocks I, I really did not believe it for the longest time yeah because like the headlines started running and I was like oh here we go here's the yearly Kim yes. and Kanye are splitting up you know tabloid run if you've but, been in a grocery store check out aisle <laughs> you have seen the Star Magazine or yeah the Daily Star saying Kim and Kanye on the rocks and so right yeah. and right under that it's like you know Obama secretly gay and then mm-hmm. it's like you know Brad and Angelina you know, back to get just all yes. sorts of like baseless, you know, feet yeah. pics covering Donda early. Yeah, <laughs> they would never, they would never be so irresponsible. Feet pics stars, you know, alleged affair. It's like, whoa, okay. Uh, <laughs> They'll print anything. They're, they're, I mean, it's crazy. We're saving that for the Barstool yeah. run. Um, so, but in March, so just a few weeks after this divorce, Psy uh, High the Prince, who's a longtime um, writer with Kanye, yeah. artist out of Atlanta. Uh, is really, he part of good music? He is. Okay. He's and you know was on a lot of older songs. Now he's just kind of known as being uh, constantly in the studio writing with Kanye. Yeah. Um, I've always liked Sai High. Seems like a very cool and like nice guy. Um, he said that amidst the divorce and like everything happening in his life, Kanye has been working on an album. Yeah. And it's like he's kind of channeling everything going on in his life, and he is album focused amidst yeah. all of this. And so that was kind of interesting and kind of something to the ears up of the yeah. Kanye fans in the as, spring. As much as I, you know, want the best for Kanye, and I obviously want him to be very happy with his life, he does produce some very, very good music coming out of some of those tumultuous times. Oh, yeah. So it's like, 
Obviously, would I prefer them, Kim and Kanye, stay together? Absolutely. But in the back of my mind, am I, am I kind of getting a little greedy going like, oh, man, we're, we're going to get some good tracks out of this. Yeah. Becomes a classic. Yeah. I mean, that, that's kind of the, the immediate, you know, music focused reaction is, yes. oh, we're getting we're getting a divorce album. That's gonna be <laughs> so now we legitimately fast forward to just two, three weeks ago um, on July 17th, now 2021. So we're yeah. basically 365 days from when he said Donda uh, was releasing because he originally said July 24th was that release. Right. So on July 17th, just a few weeks ago, Consequence, another long time, you know, of Chicago and part of Kanye's team, posted a video of Tyler, the creator, who another feed picks fave. Of uh, course. A callback to a recent episode. Nice callback. Love that. Um, uh, a video of Tyler and Kanye in the studio, and it was captioned, Yay and Tyler, summer 2021. Yes. So, again, <laughs> we've seen like things like this countless times. No word on where that's going or if that ever got yeah. finished just I mean, yet. Yay and Tyler 2021 could mean collab album. It could mean a song that Tyler's working on. It yeah. could just mean they are happen to be in the same city. They right. went to a studio together. He could just be producing for Tyler. Yes. It's not even like he was going to be featured necessarily. But... Saying summer 2021, you could you could just be saying that it is currently summer 2021 and they're in the studio. We don't really. <laughs> just as cryptic as possible. But the next day, Justin LeBoy, who is an artist himself and also just kind of a social media guy. Yeah. He, he has a podcast. He's kind of a, a Twitter guy. Um, it's called Respectfully Justin is kind of his whole brand. And it's that's been fun to be a part of. He's now very much hated amongst our group, yeah. I feel like. Well, Justin LeBoy is interestingly not very respected. Uh, he's <laughs> kind of thought of as a clout chaser yeah. and like kind of corny. That's how um, all of his tweets where he supposedly had insider info really came across to me, at least. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I believed anything that he said during this. Yeah. But. So he is in Las Vegas. He's good friends with Kevin Durant, who another guy I don't feel too positively about, but whatever. <laughs> um, he's a Kevin Durant in Vegas because Team USA Basketball is doing their pre-Olympic camp in Vegas. Nice. Um, Kanye was in Vegas at a Big Three basketball game, which is the retired three-on-three basketball league that Ice Cube runs. So it just happened to be Kanye in Vegas at one of those games. Team USA is in Vegas for pre-Olympic stuff. And Justin LeBoy just starts tweeting, Kanye just played his album for me and KD. It is like... Kanye is hungry again. This music is some of the best he's ever made. Every other rapper needs to back off and move their release dates. <laughs> this album is going to rule the year. And then he tweeted about how Kevin Durant was had Kevin Durant at seven foot dancing like he was a little kid. Like he was just tweeting all the stuff about he yeah. just heard Kanye's album played in Vegas. And everyone was kind of like, okay, we hadn't really heard about right. Kanye having a finished product level of anything done. And then on the same day, because this is on a Sunday, this Vegas church pastor uh, doing his service says, tonight, Kanye is coming to our church and is going to do a Vegas listening party at this church for his new album. And so it's kind of like within a matter of hours, we went from Justin LeBoy, whatever, to a random church pastor saying Kanye is going to be here and he's playing the album. Yeah, this, this album cycle, like, I know technically it's been going on since summer 2020, but, like, the most recent three, four weeks at the time of recording this, like, happened lightning fast. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so the Vegas pastor, uh, as we really move into what we've been a part of recently, he says the listening party is tonight. 
they have something planned at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta next week. And he didn't really say what that was, but then everyone was like, uh, okay. The yeah. Vegas listening party was more of a private thing. I think right. it, it was at this church that probably holds like one to 2,000 people. Yeah. And um, Were there actually like tickets sold publicly for that? There was, was like it? tickets put online to like be able to get in. I don't even know if they were sold. It was oh, kind of like okay. getting a pass to come yeah, in more. Yeah. Um, and it, and they went very quickly. Okay. Um, and, and from what we heard out of it, cause there was no stream or anything, but people were like, there are, you know, fully finished songs. Right. Kanye is rapping. It kind of lined up with Justin LaVoy's tweets of like, yeah. this is, this is very good. It was and, very encouraging yes. to hear. Cause like, I mean, obviously we'll, we'll talk about this a little bit later, yes. but Kanye is kind of notorious for jumping the gun a little bit as far as showing off some of his music before it's ready. Big time. And so we've heard about a Mercedes Benz event happening on July 20th, two days after that it's, we're in the NBA finals and beats airs a commercial Starring yes. Shikari Richardson, the U.S. runner who ended up not going to the Olympics, you know, making her kind of the focus of the campaign mm-hmm. and is playing a new song called No Child Left Behind. And in the ad, it says like Donda, Def Jam Records, Mercedes Benz album listening party um, for July 22nd. Yeah. And that was kind of the because, again, going back to what. Kanye has not said anything since November 4th, 2020. Very uncharacteristic for there's his like, album cycles. There's not like an interview. There's not a tweet. There's right. not it's, a quote. There's yeah. nothing. That's what's been so strange about this cycle for me is that there's just been absolutely nothing from Kanye himself. It's all been like orbiters who are kind mm-hmm. of either leaking things or, you know, trying to share their own little tidbits. So it's obviously... If you've been a Kanye fan for years, right, you know not to believe anything that he says because because we've been heard so many times with these album releases. But I feel like I am almost even less inclined to believe the people around him. So it's been just kind of this storm of like rumors and Mm -hmm. hearsay. And it's been it's been very exciting to like, you know, keep track of and, and ride the hype cycle. But it's also at the same time been very frustrating that it's like. Okay, like I know I really can't believe Kanye, but is is Sci High like or Casey right. any more trustworthy? Right. So, I mean, finishing touches. Yeah. Yeah. Today we're um, locked in. The the famous last words. There are there are words that when you hear it, I mean, I rarely use the word trigger, but I mean, any <laughs> Kanye fan when they hear the words soon uh-huh. or locked in or finishing touches yes. or tonight, even I mean, you cannot. Any of those words. That might just, as well be a death sentence yeah, for the album. It's, like, it's <laughs> um, so, so once we get confirmation, again, Kanye doesn't promote it. Like Ticketmaster has to be like, here's the event, here are the tickets. Yeah, so He's not was, tweeting a link to it. Right. Or so I was like, even when tickets were being sold for the first listening event, I was like, can I even be sure this is happening right now? Like, mm-hmm. I know tickets are being sold, but like, I don't know. I'm still yeah. just so used to being burned and Kanye had said absolutely nothing. That and I was he like, does make a return to Instagram. Yes. With kind of captionless posts, but it is like a picture of him in Mercedes-Benz Stadium, a picture right. of a chain that says Donda on it. There's still no like, I'm going to promote maybe the album art or maybe the event. I mean, right. he's not only really doing it. It's kind of just, I will show that I am in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Right. Uh, other people will just be the ones that do all the actual information. Yeah, that's um, that's where I I was starting to be like, okay, 
something's happening. Yeah. Like, it surely. And maybe this is a bit more intention than we thought, that yeah. he's kind of wanting, for some reason, to stay silent. And he's telling, you know, Pusha T posts about the event. He's yeah. telling, you know, Consequence, give the fans a little bit of a, a tease of something. You know, yeah. there's videos of them back in the Mercedes-Benz locker room playing music and, like, wilding out, like, dancing yeah. around the room. Um, so we're like, all right, well, something's happening. We're seeing it. It's <laughs> happening. Yeah. Um, and so I had the pleasure of attending the first listening party. Yes. Avery was our exclusive firsthand witness for that. Josh and I not able to make uh, the first one, but definitely not. Uh, so we'll let Avery take well, the reins on that one. The, the funny <laughs> thing on that note. I'll say is I think you guys watched on the stream and I was there and our experiences could not have been more different. Uh, <laughs> I almost feel like we didn't hear the same music because <laughs> kind of the the overall how it went was just that, you know, if you see anything from it, Kanye was in an all red outfit. The floor was just almost this white laid out canvas and he kind of came out there in his mask, music played, he walked around and y'all hearing on the stream are kind of the you know, we're not piping in what the stadium's hearing. Right. We have the actual audio it of the track. It was like a direct. Yeah, and you're stream. hearing that with video of it. I'm hearing, however, you know, the audio team at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, his team wanted the stadium to be like, which was just overflow of sound that is engulfing you to where you are hearing the vibe and kind of the production of each song. Yeah. But you cannot make out words. And I I know, obviously, um, you two and Thomas are huge concert people. I'm kind of yeah. on the more medium of, you know, my concert experience. Yeah. But I was telling uh, my friend Carter that I went with, and I saw this posted a lot. Everyone was like, that was the loudest thing I've ever been to. <laughs> and, like, there are obviously loud moments if you yeah. happen to be right next to a speaker at something or just, like, I don't know, if you're, you know, like a plane taking off. Right. But to be in something that lasted, like, at least an hour, yeah. like, that was the loudest and just, just most intense thing yeah. I have ever attended. Right. Um, and I think I've, you know, talked about it, but I don't even know if I've straight up said it in this detail, but Jay-Z is on this album. I was at the listening party for this album. I did not know Jay-Z was on the album. <laughs> I you couldn't tell like you this could so brutal. you could pick out such small parts that you could actually say I understood what he said there. Yeah. That Jay-Z has a whole verse on a song that I didn't know was Jay-Z. Yeah. And that like I would that's say crazy. 80 to 90 because no one around me was saying like oh, that's Jay-Z, and then I kind of picked up on it. Yeah. I met up with friends after the show that I was like according to Twitter Jay-Z was on the album they're like he was. <laughs> so it was just such a weird experience thing, that yeah. I kind of, yes, it's so fun to be part of a Kanye West event and you're yeah. around all these fans and you know, in the moment, but you two definitely got more of an understanding of what the music of the yeah. album was like. Yeah. It's, you know, definitely totally intentional. I uh, definitely played my cards, uh, you know, so skillfully where I skipped event one and went to event two. Um, we also, I guess it's worth mentioning that what he played for event one was very much an unfinished album, yes. which is, is, was pretty surprising for us all coming off of those Vegas rumors yeah. that were all like, Oh, the album's done. Like, it sounds great. He's rapping like he's hungry again. Yeah. And there we had heard that, you know, Vegas had some songs of like long verses. Um, and some of the people that were like, you know, it wasn't just a bunch of random churchgoers. I think there were some hardcore Kanye fans that got to yeah. go to that. So 
they would get on like the subreddit and everything and talk about like, no, here were tracks that were played at Vegas that they, you know, through their knowledge, know what yeah. the tracks were. And they're like, these were not in Atlanta. And also a lot of these songs did not finish. I was going to ask y'all, obviously we don't need to get too into the specifics of the music, but what was your impression um, after the stream watch of the first listening party? I actually felt like it was closer to finish than most. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely, there was definitely moments where I was sitting there like, wow, like this is like, good yeah yeah like definitely some like jaw-dropping type moments mm-hmm. with like production and all types of things like that um just i won't get into second time through but it definitely improves yeah but yeah. it didn't feel like if that dropped by itself i would have been mad mm-hmm. yeah besides a few mumble verses mm-hmm. my my biggest takeaway well there was like a lot a lot of people on the subreddit mm-hmm. especially that were just super unhappy yeah with what they heard which was surprising to me because like I mean, on my first listen to on the stream, um, I was really jamming out to it. And like, as I guess the the concepts for all of the songs, I really liked. But there were, you know, after I revisited it a couple of times, it's like there's songs where Kanye doesn't even like show up on his own song. Mm -hmm. And like, uh, you know, there's um, songs where, yeah, he's got the mumble verses going on. It's kind of like a placeholder because, you know, he always finishes the, the production tracks first. Um, and so if, if it had released in that state, I, I think I would have been pretty upset. Yeah. Um, there seemed to just be a disconnect on, so there are people that went to the Vegas listening party and heard things that the reception was, this is finished and sounds really good. Yeah. Those things weren't played in Atlanta. So it was right. like, okay, well they, they exist. It's not right. Like, but for some reason they weren't played. And then in the stadium, the production was so overwhelming. The bass was so strong yeah. on the stream. You're getting this very clean version. That's almost had like no bass. And it was like, well, maybe that was an intentional choice for right. and that final product. So it was just kind of a, a lot of confusion, I would right. say, of is this album? I mean, the release date is supposed to be after the listening party. Yeah. It was going to be Friday. Yeah. It was like, is this what's coming? Because this doesn't sound like what was done in Vegas. And then there started to be some information that came out. We saw some whiteboards from back uh-huh. in the where he had track names on one side and track names on the other side. Yeah. And like on one of them, it said like event and so it was like, okay, so he kind of made some choices. And maybe if you're doing a huge stadium event, you don't play these longer, more lyrical songs. Right. Um, and he just wanted it to be some sort of fun event. I will say, though, as Kanye fans, you know, there is cause to worry when something like that happens because Kanye is well known for completing an album and having things, you know, fully mixed and mastered and ready to go and just vaulting them or yeah. scrapping them. So. I know I was worried where I was like, I don't think we're ever going to hear what happened in Vegas. And he's working on an entirely new album now. And now it's like, are we going to have to wait until next summer yeah. to, get, to get the completed version of this? And like, then, there was just so much going on. And then we kind of enter what was definitely the funniest and kind of most fun part of this era. Because first, I think Justin LeBoy said, it's coming this weekend. Like, they're grinding to get this out. Yeah. And then it kind of, after one day, was like, now it's August 6th, which is right. a two-week time span. So... Anyone that has ever logically followed how an album is made would think on the next two weeks, they're going to go to L.A. or hit up some studio and maybe maybe do new stuff, but probably just get this finished. Well, Kanye doesn't leave Mercedes Benz Stadium for two weeks. He does not leave Mercedes Benz Stadium as we record this. Yes, it is August 8th. And he is not left uh, to our knowledge. Right. So, yeah, because what we were talking about is like, you know, surely 
So his, his whole outfit for this era, he's had that full face mask on. So it's pretty, even though he's got a mask on, it's pretty easy to identify that that is Kanye, right? And so if he was walking around Atlanta or doing other things, like he, there would have been pictures and videos of him. Like Kanye is one of the most easily recognizable people uh, out there just based on what clothes he wears and his entourage that he goes with and everything. So it's like, but there was nothing of that. It was he, like every photo of him was in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. And he had this whole like Phantom of the Opera arc where like events, other events were happening at Mercedes-Benz at the time. Yeah. Uh, but like there was an Atlanta United game and there were there were pictures and videos of Kanye just kind of wandering through the crowd and like hanging yeah. out at the game. He had his makeshift studio set up in the away team locker room and that team had to move to a different locker room for the game. <laughs> yeah, there, there's like Atlanta United beat reporters that are, you know, now there to cover and they're like, We've just received info that uh, the Columbus crew are now in an auxiliary locker room because <laughs> Kanye West's studio is still set up in the visitors' locker room. So funny! Um, very perfectly Kanye. Yeah, and so it's it, he he moves in there. I the word is he's paying a nightly rent of an exorbitant amount of money. He's got beds in there for all his team that you know are going to be in there with yeah. him to get this done. Artists are coming in, and you know they're not having to go to a studio; they're going yeah. to an NFL stadium to work on this album right his, his little bedroom that he made it's so funny he posted that on july 27th so like two weeks now he's been in yeah. this little tiny room yeah. it's like a little cinder block room very very it can't, it's probably like bones. 10 feet wide 20 feet long maybe yeah, yeah. It's very just like yeah college dorm that is not been you know, not a new college. Dorm. Yeah, uh, the the joke on Twitter for that as well was that there was some big divorced dad energy going yeah. on in, in his setups. Yeah. Like he doesn't have a bed frame; it's just like the mattress on the ground. Yeah, and so you know he's in there getting you know new features, new keyboard on the album, and yeah. you know he's living in a stadium. So the the word becomes he's going to do a second event in the stadium. Yes, um, to lead up to that that August 6th new date. Yeah. Um, and on, on Thursday of what, August 5th. Yeah. Um, there is a second event that now, and officially titled by Ticketmaster album release event. Yes. Whereas the first one was called uh, album listening party. Right. And um, then there were also, you know, a couple of things leading up to the second event where, you know, there were casting calls for like other people to come out and perform with him, which was was pretty big. And then the director of Balenciaga, the creative director um, for for them was kind of the director of the show. So the, the first one seemed like it was like a very, very kind of last minute turnaround type thing in, in true Kanye fashion. But the second one definitely had a little bit more um, as far as planning and production goes. And I think we very much saw that once the event kicked off. Yeah, I mean, this one, Brad and I got to go together. Um, Shout out Avery for grabbing us the club seats. Living <laughs> yeah. life's a luxury down there. We try, we try. Uh, <laughs> and um, and yeah, like Brad said, and kind of like I was telling him leaning in, I was like, now the audio on the first one, like honestly wish I had earplugs. Like this could be, you know, hopefully this is fixed. Yeah. Um, hopefully we hear more songs. That was the other thing. I think in the first one, we heard like 14 or 15 songs. Yeah. And we talked about kind of the unfinished or kind of confused nature of some of them. Right. And we go to this one. I mean, starts off audio is just exactly Crisp. what you would want it to yeah. be. Um, I immediately leaned to Brad and I was like, yes, it's fixed. This is <laughs> way different from last time. Um, we get, you know, 22 tracks. Um, yep. Sounds very finished. 
and things we did here sound so much more elevated and it's like all of these have been worked on we hear new songs we hear what were supposedly Vegas songs with a lot of new features. Uh-huh. Um, it was night and day from the first event. I literally could not believe that it was like the same album. And like the the amount of change that happened in two weeks was, yeah, like you said, it was it was night and day. Like there were just brand new verses on everything and like, you know, songs that were a minute, you know, mm-hmm. before had been extended to like three minutes and... Uh, yeah, brand new material uh, that we didn't hear from the first one. So, yeah. and, um, and it I was think crazy. A, a topic you all have talked about on the podcast and kind of a, a grander conversation about the music industry is how songs recently and kind of like the TikTok uh, oh. influence and just yes. kind of like the streaming influence of artists kind of figured out that the two to three minute songs yeah. rack up more streams. And right. it kind of, even if you wouldn't think Kanye um, was an artist that, is influenced by that sort of thing, but it's kind of the industry shifted that way. Yeah. More like in Ye and in Jesus King and just more recent, we gotten away from when you go back and listen to it, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, and there's right. a there's nine no, minute runaway. Right, there's a right. six minute so appalled. There's a five minute monster with just, you know, Bonnie Vare and Jay-Z and Rick Ross right. and Nikki. And they're all sad. laying out these yeah. because that's just kind of streaming the numbers and the algorithms just don't align with that sort of music. And one of my biggest things, I remember turning to Brad and texting uh, Josh and our other fellow Stan, shout out Ryan Cruz, um, was that these songs are longer and yeah. are kind of more exactly what I'm wanting from what Kanye albums you know, right. have been in the past. And I didn't know if we would ever you know, hear yeah. things like that again. Because to, to put it in perspective so jesus is king the previous solo album was 11 songs and came in at a grand total of 27 minutes and four seconds what we have heard so far from donda is that it is clocking in at 22 songs and it's an hour 20 yeah so it's significantly more fleshed out you said 11 songs 27 minutes i mean even if you're hitting three minutes a song which is on the shorter side that's he's still under that right that right that would be 33 minutes. Because I know, like, um, Follow God is maybe, like, one of my favorite songs from Jesus is King. And that's, like, a minute 40, I think, yeah. if I remember right. Um, so. Yeah. So it's very, very different vibe going on. And then, Josh, you want to talk about, like, just kind of the actual show itself, watching the first one compared to the second one that now has all this this performance nature to it? Right. So first one. I think you briefly touched on, he's just in all red, kind of just slowly walking around and posing. Um, <laughs> taking a knee during an emotional knee, part. Going to a corner, just like sky. looking at people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just walking around while it's playing. Um, there's like a nice little smoky kind of haze in the stadium. It looked pretty cool on video, yeah. I gotta say. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it looked great there too. Yeah. I would, although I would imagine like, you know, seeing it live, you know, obviously you get kind of cinematic angles and everything with the live stream, right. you know, aerial views and stuff like that. So it's it makes it a little bit more dynamic uh, for the viewers at home. But if you're, you know, in the stands watching yeah. it, I imagine it's maybe a little dry just well, yeah. walking him walk and from corner to corner. And I was kind of more towards one of the end zones at that one. So when he's on the other side of the end zone, yeah. it's kind of like, yeah, I'm just watching him 200 yards away from right. my 25th row seat to his like. <laughs> other side of the stadium and yeah. I can tell that the way it's going that in 20 minutes he will have made his way over to my side right. but there's not much going on other than that yeah yeah 
But the second one, the the setup was like just right. for both at home and you know in the stadium, it was much more dynamic. Um, do you want to walk through yeah. kind of what um, like? So they had it was like it was set up in a circle. They basically unpacked his bedroom into the center of the circle. <laughs> so you have his twin mattress, um, a candle, yeah, some dumbbells. It was like a big Greg comforter on the bed. Yeah. No a few, shoes. A few pairs of shoes that he cycled through throughout mm-hmm. the performance. And yeah. a coat. That big yeah. coat. Um and then so that was like the inner circle. The yeah. outer circle had like the Sunday service choir. Mm-hmm. And then outside that circle was all of the people that they kind of like casted. Yeah, it was like a big mosh, but like volunteer yeah. performers. Yeah. That they so I mean, rehearsed. it was. I noticed when I looked a little more closely at it. At some points, they were somewhat um, well choreographed. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I think I picked up. Like on you had them going opposite point. directions. Yeah. That one looked really right. cool. The inner circle of the choir was going around, let's say, clockwise, mm-hmm. and the performers on the outer circle were going counterclockwise yeah. uh, during the song. They had a few know. shots too, where like the cameraman was like walking through the outer ring of people as they were like dancing and moving. And that mm-hmm. looked really cool. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, through there. You could tell probably some, for some of the songs, the direction was to kind of do whatever walking pattern was instructed. And then other parts where, you know, make sure it's, you're not all on one side, you know, stay circular, right. but you can kind of just mm-hmm. vibe out yeah. and yeah. do what you want and just let the music guide your movements and everything. Yeah. Also important part of the setup. Um, so the way Mercedes-Benz roof opens, it's like a kind of like a circular mm-hmm. opening at the top. And there was also a ring of spotlights that were kind of around Kanye's bedroom setup. And right. I don't think he used them until the very last song, right? Yeah, watching back, they were on at times just super dimly, kind yeah. of just as more lighting. Right. Um, and there there were exterior lights that, you know, were different colors yeah. and would flash and during whatever. But yeah, those, these inner ring of lights were mainly just pointed upward the whole time and dimly on yeah. for most of yeah. the show. And then you had like the giant LED boards at the top of the stadium. The halo board. Yeah. Yeah. Where there was like um, a lot of like cloud and weather imagery yeah. going on there, uh, depending on the song. Yeah. Um, some fire. Uh, yeah. Point, some thunder and lightning. Uh, that was pretty cool. Um, it was to kind cool. of set tone for what was playing. Yeah. And then, um, you know, so the majority of the performance, he's just kind of doing his own thing in the middle, whether he's doing push-ups or mm-hmm. allegedly yelling at Mike Dean on the phone yeah. <laughs> about some yeah. mixing issues while the performance is happening. And I guess one thing we haven't said, he is in all black and every yes. performer is in all black. Yep. Yeah. Um, and, and black face mask, of course. Yes. You're not going to catch him these days without the, the full face mask. Except no. for that one guy in orange. Yes. Who yeah. <laughs> was unplanned. Uh, uh, during, <laughs> during, I believe it was Jenya, uh, yeah. Montanabe, which is a pretty hype song. I uh, guess a guy in the crowd in all neon orange decided he would Very run easy out. to identify. Run out towards the center and all the performers um, in, again, neon orange, the most <laughs> obvious field storm. If this was a guy wearing all black, he maybe could have pulled it off. He, I think he could have because everybody was masked up and like, yeah. you know, if he just merged into the mosh pit, yeah. I think he could have gotten away with it. And but he chose the absolute worst color to try it. And this security guard laid this dude out yeah. and did it so hard that security guard injured himself and yeah. was down for a while and there was like a 30 to 45 second span where like everyone yeah. i i kind of tuned out of the music that was happening because we were just watching like uh, a chase down and then an injured <laughs> two couple people and then yeah. like them taking this guy away it was pretty crazy yeah yeah 
I don't know what his thought process was. I think he was pretty blasted from I'm what I saw him trying to yeah. like stand up and everything. But yeah. yeah, there's all these good photographs from it uh, that all the like photographers had obviously had like field access for taking a Kanye. Someone yeah. should have definitely been documenting that. Yeah, uh, I saw the video on Twitter uh, that did not show up on the live stream at all. Yeah. Oh, I, okay. So he didn't appear yeah. on the live stream. I didn't see him. I didn't know okay. about it until I saw it on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Didn't even get his 15 minutes. Nope. He, he's just someone's Twitter video has him getting decked. Yeah. Incredible. Or, worth the jail time for sure. Um, but yeah, so there's there's kind of various choreography going around and it's it really kind of kind of is wandering around doing things in the center. Uh, but the grand finale was one of the cooler concert moments that I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. Um, all of these spotlights um, come on around Kanye and are kind of beaming up straight through the roof of Mercedes Benz. And like, there was a, a second where we thought it was over. Yes. Cause like the penultimate track played and then the lights went down. Yes. The lights and go down probably like, for at least 60 seconds from 60 to 90 seconds. Yeah. It was yeah. long enough to where most song transitions, there was probably only silence for five seconds or less. Right. And so when it had been over an hour, the fine, the song that had played, I told Brad, I was like, that could have been the closer. Like, yeah. It definitely yeah. wasn't like, oh, this is over. It was like, is this oh, the we going to be okay song? That, yeah, that, yeah, that could have been it. Um, and then that was not it. Yes. So as it turns out, uh, you know, lights go down and two people start walking up into the middle. I mean, Avery kind of assumed that these people were just like, you know, Handlers, like, yeah, right. They're, you know, staff. Gonna usher him off the stage or something. Lo and behold, they're hooking him up to a harness <laughs> and all the spotlights come out of the center and beam up into the sky and Kanye starts rising, like his arms are just kind of like, it's, it's like he's being like abducted yeah. by aliens almost, but he's like just rising up into the air towards the top. Of yeah, and it's No Child Left Behind playing, which was the song from the original Beats ad. Yeah. And, you know, you just go through 20 songs and you I turned to Brad and I was like, oh yeah, they hadn't done this song yet. <laughs> and it, it's what's playing now and it's the closer is Kanye yeah. is ascending into the sky. It's very like ethereal and like this dreamy kind of, uh, you know, track going on. It was, it was a very cool moment. Kanye yeah. loves floating around the air. Yeah. You can't, you can't get enough of it. Whether yeah. it's the Pablo tour, or the Kids He Goes performance, or now we got Donda where he's floating up. But yeah. What were your thoughts? <laughs> Just seeing that happen real time. Like it was definitely a, like a jaw drop type moment. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh wow. There he goes. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if you're in a if you're in a basketball arena, like there's a ceiling that is so right. high, like the rigging is only going to take you. So Having high. the roof open yeah. definitely added something. To if it. you're in a full like an actual outdoor football stadium that has no roof, you're not really you don't have a thing to harness you to. Right. But because this was open, but has the roofing on the outside of the circle. Yeah. He was going so high. I yeah, mean, he was up. It there. wasn't like they took him 30 to 40 feet. I mean, I don't, I'm not a good judge of heights like that. Um, like, you know, the eyeball yeah. at what I estimate. But if you've been to Mercedes-Benz Stadium, if you're an Atlanta-based listener for anything, like, you it's know huge. that, that <laughs> and he was going way up. I mean, yeah. it was job. And, and I don't know when it started. And I guess he was within the first like 20 feet of going up. I yeah. think you picked up on that. He was getting up in the air yeah. and before I did, because also you're kind of looking through those beams. Of the right. Light. It was kind of hard to see him when he was close to the ground. Cause it's so much brighter. Yes. Down at the base. And everyone that hadn't started to leak. Cause some people were headed for yeah. the, the, the portals to get to the concourse. Stupid and leave. idiots. Um, but you, should, you know, lights had not come back up yet. You should leave when the lights come back. Right. Up, not when the lights right. are down. Um, 
And I thought everyone was pulling out their phones because, oh, there are all these lights that hadn't really been on yet and they're projecting up. Yeah. And you just start to hear like, you know, kind of you feel the energy of right. people going the like- low roar oh starts God, oh, to build. Oh. And then I see once it gets like, you know, a little bit of ways off the ground, I yeah. like, oh my <laughs> God. Uh, I couldn't believe that that was, you know, something that was happening. And then yeah. you realize that, okay, this sh- this performance was like way more than what the first one Just was. Just a completely different level. Uh, yeah. And, you know, you've been to Flognon, saw that yeah. the last time I'd seen any Kanye thing live was Life of Pablo tour. Yeah. But we have all these different experiences watching various Kanye related events. Right. Um, you know, uh, an album release party in Madison Square Garden and a... Uh, recent Loganville movie theater <laughs> yeah. or you know things like that but I once that happened I was like this is way up there in yeah. terms of Kanye events that I've been a part of in some way like it yeah. is the concert tour and now this that I was like this was so cool yeah and part of me thinks that this is maybe going to kind of be the new norm for him as far as touring goes I, I don't think he has the attention span or like you know, the desire to do like worldwide tours at this point. I wouldn't be surprised if we see more and more like, oh man, Kanye's showing up at Madison Square Garden this weekend or, you know, just kind of out of nowhere type thing, kind of like this where you have like four or five days warning and you better hope that you're free or you can clear your schedule yeah. to make it. And you got to hope that it's in your city because, yeah, I right. don't see him doing a 45 leg tour where he's in. Right. In Indianapolis, to and then yeah. he's going to Orlando and just hopping around every city that has yeah. a basketball arena. Yeah. Um, I do feel bad for the stands that came for the first performance. Like, there were people flying from out of town. There were people getting plane tickets, like, going oh, yeah. across state lines. And then, like, to have the second one be so much better than the first one, like, that's got to be tough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's very Kanye-like. Uh-huh. Yeah, but, it, you know, who would have guessed that he was just going to stay there for two weeks and do another show two weeks later? That I mean, would be nobody would have guessed that. You think going to the first thing for an album at a NFL stadium is, yeah, okay, I can right. understand flying in for that. And then two weeks later, he just does a way more elevated version of it. Yeah. Um, so I know that we said that we weren't going to go into, like, track specifics necessarily yet, but... Do you guys have any like standout favorites so far that people can look out for once the album actually gets released? I mean, Hurricane is the obvious. Yeah, definite standout for sure. That one is might be hearing Hurricane before you hear the rest of the album. That's true. There's rumors of it being a lead single. Yeah. And also based on every other Kanye rumor or thing that's believed to be happening, that very well cannot happen. But (laughs) Hurricane is currently on like Apple Music as, you know, one of the tracks that is shown where the rest of the album is at pre-order status. Um, It kind of indicates that Hurricane will be releasing first as a single. And that song features The Weeknd and Little Baby um, and is sure to be one of the standouts that definitely really gravitate towards as the weekend is probably you know at an absolute height of the music yeah. industry right now 100 um i know for me moon was one of the ones that stood out from the first listening party and that was basically just kind of kanye and don Tolliver going back and forth and yeah very kind of dreamy minimal like outro to hurricane is what it was originally but as of the second listening party, they fleshed it out into like a whole song, really, that yeah. stands on its own. Kid so Cuddy. Cuddy's on it. Yeah. Um, 
Who else? And, and it's Don and Kanye. Don but Kanye. Kanye, there's a little bit more to it. I, right. The first one reminded me of, if you're a, a, a deep Kanye fan, of just Frank's track on Life of Pablo. Yeah. It was kind yeah. of a moment for Don Tolliver to kind of do a little singing. Yeah. On, it kind of served as an outro to Hurricane. And now it very much stands right. alone. They're not even paired together game. on the album, yes. supposedly. Yeah. Like Moon, I think, was the second track that he played. And then mm-hmm. Hurricane didn't come in until track like 20 or something, 21. Yeah. Um, the, so definitely Moon and then, uh, I mean, Jail, it's, obviously. That's, jail that's an is, anthem. That's an anthem. Jail was just made for a stadium experience 100%. like that. I mean, it, this is a song that the chorus is very anthemic in nature. And then it has... What we haven't even mentioned yet, that this album contains the first uh, appearance of Jay-Z and Kanye on a song together, uh, on a song together since Pop Style by Drake, yeah. um, on an album together, believe it or not, since Watch the Throne. Um, yeah, that's insane to me. It, it has been 10 years since, um, you know, Jay-Z was on the Kanye album. Uh, it's, you know, they have been had their low moments um recently it kind of seemed like there's no beef but it's just they're not that close and yeah. aren't collaborating and but there is a mutual respect there um and and now they you know jay-z says on the song this could be the return of the throne don't make promises you can't keep jack yeah. i swear they're in the business i feel better at jay saying it though <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> i don't trust shit that kanye says at this point now Oh man, um, Avery, any other standouts other than Jail? Yeah, I the if it stays the opener, the opener of the album. Um, there one thing that uh, is present on this album as I, we ha- I guess we haven't fully even if you really yeah. are out of the Kanye loop. Donda is the name of Kanye West's late mother uh, who yeah. passed away in two thousand seven, um, and so this album is kind of a dedication to her. Um, and the first track is if it stays the same is titled Donda mm-hmm. um, and it, the track or the album contains different portions where they take um, audio from a speech Donda gave, I believe to a college. Um, yeah. She was an English professor herself. Um, and the, the album opens with her words and then leads into uh, a track with Kanye and Pusha T and it, mm-hmm. it gives me chills. I yeah. mean, it's I, good. I, and playing the album, you know, as we have been the past couple of days, starting with track one means you're going to hear that a lot, but yeah. I have not grown tired of it. Oh, and no. it, it serves perfectly. Um, and it's a great mood. Center. And, yeah. and that song um, kind of features, it's a much more kind of uh, not emotional, but it's not like a turn up song, but it does have push a team Kanye going back right. and forth, but in a more kind of introspective and serious way. And they're talking about, um, you know, Kanye's mom, Kanye, um, they reference the South Carolina uh, rally where mm-hmm. he was crying. Um, very just can hit deep if you, especially if you're a big Kanye fan. Oh yeah. Um, and I think the Donda uh, West interludes and kind of portions they have on this album work really well. Yeah, especially the one where it's just the Siri voice saying Donda over and over for about a minute thirty. <laughs> Folks, get ready for that one. <laughs> I'm hoping that's kept. Up. I, I think that's going to be the Silver Surfer uh, interlude of this album. I get the feeling. You'll, you'll be hit and skip on that one a oh, few yeah. times. But. Silver Surfer in the flesh. But, I mean, honestly, it would maybe be easier for me to, like, say songs that I'm not as into. Yeah. Like, there's very few yeah. that I, I was know, not, like, really into. If we're going to talk about also just things that there's there's an 11-minute track on this oh, album yeah. called Which Jesus Lord that yeah. has five verses um, from Kanye doing a very long verse, then into J Electronica, who's 
known, you know, if you're talking purely wordsmith and yeah. lyrical rap is one of the best active ones. And he throws down quite a verse. And then you have um, Jadakiss, Styles P, um, and the locks are on this yeah. uh, that, you know, are more, you think of them as older rappers, but then you realize Kanye's 43. He's right. of their same uh, <laughs> uh, era. Um, but yeah. just hearing them go like long cypher style song is another thing that we haven't really heard on Kanye albums recently. Right. Um, Cause even like life of Pablo has no more parties in LA and it's yeah. Kendrick for a pretty good verse and then Kanye for a while. But yeah. this is like, Two minute verse, nine second verse, two minute verse. Like yeah. it, it goes on, and then it's an intense. outro uh, from Larry Hoover Jr. That uh, we don't have to spoil it at all for the moment of it, but it is very good and yeah. just fits, you know, what is being done on this album and that song very well. That um, that the song was so long at the listening party, I think people had started to kind of take that as their moment to sit down. But Brad yeah. and I were just like, "Oh my god, this is <laughs> yeah. we are not sitting down. This is giving I us refuse. life." Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, like we mentioned, once the album is officially out, we'll get into some more track specifics, but obviously everything that we've heard thus far is subject to change, especially in Kanye's hands. Yeah. So It's scary when you like something so much and then are expecting it to be delivered officially and that could very yeah. well not be what we heard, but yep. we trust but the process. That's right. I think. I, I still trust the process, especially from what I heard that he could accomplish in two weeks. I My faith has been renewed to yeah. where I'm like, you know what? I know that we will get a solid final product, yeah. but I regularly have to eat my words on the show. So yeah. we will see. Hopefully I did not speak that into existence. Mm -hmm. um, but anyways, any closing thoughts before we wrap this up? And I feel like we just about covered everything. Yeah. I'm I'm ready for the album, Kanye. That's right. Give it to us, Kanye. Yep. Give me some. Uh, give me some. Some. Put those bold, bulletproof vests on uh, the online shop. Yeah, two more. Yeah, I took it down to this. Sub sub three hundred. <laughs> uh, well, anyways, Avery, thank you for joining us again. You did a tremendous amount of research for this. Uh, much appreciated. Resident that's, historian. That's Avery right. Falls. This is my lane. I I fully embrace it. <laughs> <laughs> the Kanye correspondent. You love to see it. Well, gang, um, we will see you for Discover Weekly in just a moment. Sounds good. Avery, you want to give us a little smooch? I love you as, as your outro. Love you guys. Love you, Kanye. Oh, well, that one. Never count on y'all. Always count on God. He's done miracles on me. 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 Wow. Powerful stuff. A uh, lot of knowledge from the Kanye West universe. Thank you again to Mr. Avery Falls. Special shout out for having you. Status. Shout That's out right, Avery baby. Falls. Past Brad. Past Josh. Absence of Tommy. You hate to see it. We're, we're limited by the technology of our time. <laughs> And and by that I mean I left my microphone at home, uh, so so Tom couldn't call in. It, it happens. It happens to the. So best sorry. So That's sorry. Good. Oh man. Well, that brings us in to everybody's favorite segment. Da 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 da. Discover Weekly. Da, na, 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 na. Oh, I kind of like that as like spin. a like yeah. a local news breaking news <laughs> that's what i was going thing. for espn theme i, yeah, I was like, gonna say i was getting espn <laughs> vibes that <laughs> 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 i 
I it's I did not play. I just was I started going and I was like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna finish this out. That would be a really good soundbite, actually, if we could start doing like parodying other <laughs> like broadcast sounds. That would be fun. that'd be really. I kind of like the one that's like the marimba too. Oh, that's kind of like the There's a tornado like, touchdown yeah. in East Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, that's what that thing is like. The Something breaking like news. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A little like on-air that. brainstorming for you. Yeah, that's what we're going um, for. <laughs> so sorry. Anyway, who wants to go first on this beautiful week? I'll go first. Oh, let's hear it. My pick for this week is going to be a D'Angelo song called Untitled in parentheses. How does it feel? And uh, if you are a fan of Daniel Caesar or, well, really, have just heard the song Japanese Denim, you'll recognize it because it's uh, Japanese Denim sampled Untitled How Does It Feel by D'Angelo. And uh, it's pretty clear. You'll be able to tell right away, but it's super cool. And thanks to the new technology of me actually looking at the settings on Zoom, we can we can now broadcast Discover Weekly live. So you not only (laughs) do you get to hear the song, but you get to hear us bullshitting over it the entire time. Uh, You're on air. We're going to play a little clip. I pray to God this comes through clear on the recording. Otherwise, you might just not hear it. Yeah, I definitely hear the Caesar. Right. Oh, yeah. It's crazy, man. It's it's like you have to listen to the whole thing, too, if you're going to listen to it. It's like six minutes long, but it gets... It's a steady climb all the way up to the climax at the end with the whole choir. It's awesome. I was going to say, we're about to rock for all seven minutes of this song, baby. Power Hour on Feet Picks. <laughs> Feet Picks Radio. This isn't the first time D'Angelo has joined us on Feet Picks, right? He's, yeah, he's a appeared callback. a couple times before. Yeah, Sugar Daddy was the first one I think I put on. That was a, probably a couple years ago. I was, Yeah, that was like early. That might have been one of my first uh, Discover Weekly picks. Love that. The thing about this song, too, it's just mixed really well. Like, listening to it with headphones, you can really tell it's just a masterful mix. Oh, yeah. Silky smooth. Oh, D'Angelo, is that you? D'Angelo, is that you in the chat? His voice is awesome. I'm going to do a little pause before we get copyright stricken. Um, Oh, my gosh, yeah. I don't think Spotify is actually very good at like detecting uh, audio on podcasts, so. but you know, that's okay. I would be curious to know, like, what if we got a cop? That would suck if we got a copyright strike on a whole episode. They can talk <laughs> to my lawyer. That's right. Send them to the Feet Picks legal firm. They can talk to my lawyers. Smith John Foy, the strong arm. Feet <laughs> <laughs> Picks got him on retainer. That's right. Well, but, uh, that was yeah. untitled parentheses. How does it feel by D'Angelo? Check it's a famous Discover playlist. That's right. It, yeah, uh, it's, it's definitely a song that it can feel repetitive, but I feel like if you're in the right mood, if you're in the right like spot to listen and like get it, it's it's really cool. I really enjoy that song a lot. Also, D'Angelo oh, yeah. is just a. I've been super into like 2000s R&B these days, so that just. I was gonna say, yeah, much. we we get some frequent R&B from you. I'm I'm here yeah. for it though. 
Yeah, I really enjoy it. Like, there's just it, it's cool because stuff like this. It's like I didn't know that's where Japanese denim by Daniel Caesar came from, and it's right. I, that's the thing about old R and B is like it is just full of like samples or of you know you get to find out where yeah. current songs came from and it's always from back then usually so i do love that when i'm like listening to discover weekly or something and all of a sudden i hear a song that's been sampled my i'm just oh oh there it is <laughs> hang on a second <laughs> hang on a second everybody stop I think my one from last episode even was yeah oh yeah i've many a kanye sample appears on my discover weekly yeah we love it though oh yeah well josh uh, what do you have for us today this week, I've got Gregory Allen Isakov covering a Lumineers song, Salt and the Sea, oh. for the Dual Tone 20-year anniversary album. Love that. Shall we take a listen? We shall. Let's dive A live in. listen, perhaps. Nice smooth intro as the guitar builds. It's good. There's a guitar there. Hear that? Yes, I'm <laughs> sensing a guitar, maybe some piano as well. Oh, and the vocals. vocals. <laughs> vocals there? And uh, yeah, you can hear some vocals here. Just a second. This is going to just ruin any interest that anybody has for these songs. <laughs> the song is so good, though. Yeah. I think it really benefits from a laugh track over it. <laughs> so I did notice um, there is a Lumineer song by the same title. Is there any relation there? Is it's it... a it's a cover. It's oh, a cover. Okay, it is a cover. All the artists on the like it's like a collab album for like this record company's like anniversary so they're all kind of covering each other's songs oh that's it's cool. really shaky cool. graves is on there covering like shovels and rope and they cover for him and like lumineers cover a greg song on there i think head in the heart's got one lone belly i didn't actually look at the full list I love the recording on this one. It sounds like so, like I don't know, like ghostly and like kind of like got that weird echo and reverb to it. Yeah, it's really cool. I love that. I think it's coming up. There's like a banjo. It's just killer. Wait for it. Josh said, "You're gonna hear a banjo here in a second. <laughs> and here comes the banjo. <laughs> Beautiful dismount. Oh, he's really gonna like what that ends up. <laughs> oh yes, and the judges are nodding their head in approval. Oh yeah, that's a perfect score there. And that's uh, gonna be a Grammy nod. And the gold goes to the banjo. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful stuff. Beautiful. That's awesome. I love that song. It's. I guess it's worth noting if you don't hear our commentary over the songs, <laughs> then it sounded like just absolutely terrible when I was listening back to it, and I did cut it out and do it the old way. It's like but a 50-50 shot, and that's okay. But we tried. And if you are hearing it, uh, I apologize because, you know, we are the way that we are. Can't stop us. That's 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 what you listen for. Surely. <laughs> surely. You can't be stopped. It's not some sort of like friend guilt that you feel. It's, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're not obligated because you know that the next time we see you, we're going to bring up some sort of topic that we discussed on the show. And then we'll kind of maybe gauge your reaction to see if you listened or not. 
Look, it's it's an honest, you know. You gotta test your friends there, keep them honest. It's true. Look, if if your friends won't support you, who who will? Who That's will right, I say? Who will? Well, speaking of who will, uh why don't who you will say what you will as we listen to my Discover Weekly pick Damn. from James Blake. <laughs> wow. The song is good. Say What You Will, by the way. I don't know if, if you caught that, but don't say catch it now. Unless yeah, un- unrelated will. to the Kanye. I pray song. you will. <laughs> but that one maybe kind of be a cool mashup. I don't know. I'll get in the I'll get in the lab for that one. Yeah, Josh, get to go get Kanye on the phone. Normal. Get the sample cleared. I've been ostracized. I've watched through a window. It's As a very like dreamy, oh yeah, ethereal. I've been Looking at the album art really creeped me out for a second. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's like a weird, looks like the inside of his head. Perhaps the song is a view inside of the mind of the artist. Ooh, picking up right there. Oh, cue the drums. Should have a chorus soon. At first, and the drums. Now, the drop. The drop. <laughs> I love that. That like 2003 YouTube video. My Discover Weekly pick this week is the UKF dubstep tutorial. Let's take a listen. And mine is a centipede by Go on. Flux Pavilion. I don't even know. Centipede. Gold dust by Flux Tom, Pavilion. your silhouette right now looks just like the banker from Dealer No Deal. <laughs> Sorry, we're rooting this song for everyone. Yeah, just go ahead and cover up the chorus for it. It's no big deal. <laughs> oh, the snapping. I love that chorus. When James Blake hits the high notes, you know it's a good one. I thought of what it sounded, what his voice sounded like to me. It sounded yeah. like uh, the song by The National about today. That's kind of yes. what I picked up for his Very vocal there. So. I see that. That's, that's what that's what clicked in my brain, though. but it, it's not James nice. Blake in the National. But it is not. Um, be an interesting collab, though. I can I see, see it. that. Yeah. Well, gang, I'm sure at this point we've kept you for quite some time, but we do have to remind you um, that you should buy our merchandise and subscribe to our playlists, uh, all of which can be found on Instagram. I'm uh, um, not allowed to wear uh, logos on the prices right next week, but no. maybe, maybe I risk it all and flash the logo and see if I can still get on. <laughs> Look, it's not, it's not a logo. It's, it's more of like, yeah, it's it's technically the Fee Picks Corporation is not a legal entity by That's any means. Insane. So it's like, could I put it? Could I just put a Fee Picks Fee Picks sticker on my shirt? <sighs> I maybe could? it's maybe maybe you do it in like the pit of your elbow and like you maybe stretch your arms a like, lot yeah. and then yeah exactly <laughs> my arms exactly. put it on your back yeah. and like turn around look at the board <laughs> oh, oh hang on guys me. sorry Someone i think i dropped me. something and it's like on his like just his butt cheeks he's got two got feet thick stickers you yeah. got some for you two of them <laughs> he's got one on each cheek i shake drew's hand and i slide him a few pick sticker one kind of on the back nipple. he doesn't realize it Oh my gosh! They have to so scrap funny. the entire show because the could, host just has a sticker on his back. They Thomas could blacklisted. Trace it back to me. <laughs> they go, which of the three people on this podcast were on the show? 
<laughs> I'm done for. It could be any of us. We Truly all look very similar. Yeah, we all we all have very similar uh, profiles, so it's <laughs> it could be anybody. It could be any of us. You know what I also wanted to mention? We haven't done this in a while. Send us your feet pics. If there's something you want us to, to talk about on the show, That's DM right. us on Instagram. Talk about something, do it. Yeah. Well, don't it. be shy. Don't be I'll shy. Yeah. We're real open-minded folks. We'll talk we'll about just about anything. About, we'll literally talk about anything. So That's right. If you if you didn't like the show that's a today, that's because we chose what we're talking about. But if you guys choose <laughs> what we true. talk about, maybe that's you'll true. enjoy the show, the show a little more. If you didn't like the show today, please direct all complaints to Kanye correspondent Avery. He will be fielding uh, any and all <laughs> he knew disapproving comments. Yeah. Um, and we will not invite him back if he gets even a single one. So just keep That's that right. in mind. So before you have you... a lot of power here. <laughs> yeah. A man's yeah. Life much, maybe. And career is on the line here. I was, right. was going to mention one more thing. Kaylin and I went to a Goodwill the other day and found a Baywatch, this big, big oh. Adidas Baywatch Knights jacket. And it's Love like, that. It's, we were like, that looks like a crew jacket. A and she just did some research, found out that if they're being sold online between $500 to $700. What? Okay, okay well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Is this the one with the rock or is this like some 80s Baywatch? I'm talking about the old 80s Baywatch. Oh, that's a holy like, grail. It's sick. It's really cool. And it's Adidas too. It's got the Adidas zipper and then the stripes on the shoulders and then down the, it's like a big trench coat that... It's Damn. like, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the coats they wear. When, in Go ahead and send some pigs, baby. But they're like, it's like a big old trench coat that covers your whole body, keeps you Oh, warm. like the swimsuit, the swimmer coats that the, they wear. The diver jacket, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. one oh, of those. Damn, sick. From Baywatch when they were filming it, probably in the 80s. Hell yes. Just, it just, she just told me that's just so crazy. Sell to the furniture <laughs> store guy. Like, Breaking news. <laughs> this is from the show in the 80s. Dun, dun, da, 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 da. <laughs> I love that sound of like the um, incoming uh, uh, Morse code. It's like a dee 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 yeah. I gotta get that for the soundboard. That'll be you a good should. one that would every be time nice. we have a breaking That's news like message segment. received. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, every, like, a few minutes we get a breaking news on here. Honestly, we're we're constantly breaking the news because uh, we get distracted true. and like look at something. That's right, and also we have the uncanny ability to predict the future, which is why the evening is, after you know, listen to this Thursday night, the twelfth. You will be listening to Donda on all streaming platforms. <laughs> Can Go I check it out. Right don't lie to our listeners. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. I know for a fact that's not going to happen. But oh, you know, man. a man can hope. Anyways, gang, else. we love you. We love you. See you next time. Smoochies. <laughs>